2: I can't get it on my own If you don't like the way I'm living Just leave this bald-headed country boy alone
3: What's up, folks? Thank you all for tuning in to the Josh Terry Podcast. Uh, if you're watching this on video, this angle is fucking horrible. I can see all of my titties. Uh, it's, not it's not too bad. It's not too bad. It's not too bad. I'm glad that you're hanging out with me today. we was going to have a we was going to ride dirt roads and do shit, but we decided to do this instead. Yeah,
4: yeah. I'm glad to be here, man. Because, uh, you know, I feel like this is an important episode. There's been a lot of stuff that has been weighing heavy on me, and weighing just some stuff we, yeah. You know, it's a uh, a lot of time was put into it. You know, and it's now we're finally here, and. Just some stuff I need to talk about. I feel like we need to talk about together. We need. What do we need to talk yeah. about? Uh, just some. You know, I don't not I not told you like. There's you things and me things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, we've had a lot of tough times. There's been some. There's been some downs. Been, there's been some, some ups. Shit. Yeah. We've been through absolutely. some shit. Absolutely. And you know that comes with that comes with any relationship. You know.
3: Yeah. Any. any. I mean, it's you're gonna have those. Those good and bad times, you're gonna have those ups and downs. It's just yeah. kind of
4: how you deal with it. Absolutely, yeah. But I feel like you know we just come on here and hash it out. You know, get a lot of stuff finally off your chest. Get, what are you trying to get off your chest? I mean, you know, I'm, I'm super grateful for you. Oh, thank you. And everything you. you've done, man. And especially like our family that we have in thank Nashville with great everybody. Great family. Great family. Great group. The Breakfast Club, you know, great group. But I never called it. That. that was just mm-hmm. stupid. Oh, okay. Well, I thought it was kind of funny. Anyways, but, you know, we just, you know, hash everything out that's this happened, you know. All the stuff we've been through and all that kind of stuff. But there's one really big reason that, you know, I feel like we should really talk. And what the fuck is that?
3: I mean. Because we were just having beers is laughing and cutting up a couple minutes ago. Now you got this
4: serious ass face on. Yeah, I mean, it is serious. It's a serious matter. I feel like it is. Anyways. It looks like, like. To me, it is. It I mean, I like- really take it to heart.
3: It's obvious. It's like, like it's weighing
4: on your heart really right now. Is. It's heavy, dude. To be honest, Say heavy it's, heart. It's been hard to deal with, but I'm grateful for it. You know? Yeah. Grateful I, for it.
3: I'm still trying to figure out what the hell you're grateful for, because then, it just sounds like there's something spinning up there. Like there's there's something you can tell. Like this isn't this isn't regular David. Should I just cut to the chase? I mean, just I kind of, kind of, I don't know. I'm scared. I'm scared. I feel like I'm fixing me putting a vulnerable position,
4: and I don't. I don't know about being vulnerable. Well, vulnerable's the best sometimes, you know. We talk about a lot of mental health stuff and we all did. the songwriting stuff. There's a lot of vulnerability in what we do, but there is another. There's another level. There's of vulnerability. another type of vulnerability, and I feel like this comes with it as well.
3: Yeah. Well, this is making me feel like I'm naked sitting in front of you. That's how vulnerable I am. I mean, right when now. looking at your shirt, you're almost. Oh my him. God! I'm so sorry. This is the one that for some reason we decided to get a clip on. Well. The side tit, as Bobby Pinson would say, I got the second all best set dangles. of titties in Nashville. He's got the first. <laughs> he's not, he's not wrong. What's eating you alive though? Like you can tell, I, I mean, even though he's cutting up having fun earlier or whatever, you know, yeah. it just even seems like like the past week or so while we've been together, like something's been really
4: heavy. I, th- I feel like it's all, it has been, it has been heavy, but I feel like it's all building up to. To this moment right here, like to today.
3: It feels like it's fixing to explode, whatever yeah, it is. It really there's is. There's a lot of tension in this room. Yeah.
4: I don't know there's if I like it. Tension. I don't know if I like tension between me and you. There's been a lot of tension in a lot of rooms that we've all been in together, you know. yeah, That's an understatement. A whole lot of tension. There's
2: been a
3: whole lot of tension, though, just between me and you at bars lately because there's this, we keep, we keep like really, oh, we really keep taking it too far with one another. We really do.
4: Yeah. We really do. We've called truces. We've why can't been, we wave the stop? white flag and why, we just
3: why can't we both just wave the white flag?
4: Uh, it's like it's like one of us forgets. Maybe we're just too stubborn. Probably you know, too stuck in our ways. Probably. I mean, those I know way- you're an old man, and also it's a little bit the older to the violin more. the
3: sweeter to music, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess you're right. I guess you're right. You're right. I mean, there's a lot of great.
4: wisdom come with that.
3: There is. Yeah. There is a lot of wisdom that comes this way. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean, figuring how to do ways. Different than anybody else. I'm ready has done to drop some wisdom? Are you ready to drop some yeah. wisdom?
4: No, yeah. I'm scared. Like, I'm I'm scared. I feel like everybody's been dying to hear about it. To be honest really? with you,
3: I think so. Man, I'm gonna get put in a vulnerable situation. I can already tell. Yeah, it's gonna be a hard choice. You but know. it just seems like whatever whatever you're thinking about right now, you feel like it's the truth. Oh, it's, like you feel mm-hmm.
4: like it is just it's heavy. It's the yeah, heavy truth. Absolutely, it's totally the truth. Cold hard truth. Cold hearted. You know. And I mean it sometimes it takes a a lot of vulnerability, like you said, and a lot of toughness to get to that truth. Yeah. A lot of sacrifices to get to that truth. Mentally, physically. Oh yeah. Yeah.
3: Before you drop some of this truth and scare some of these people off though, what's that last song that you had that came Mm. out? That was so good. Damn good man. Damn good man. Damn good man, yep. Great lines in that song. I appreciate that, man. It's one of my favorites. I remember us being at the Creative Vets Golf Tournament and you playing the mastered version for me oh, for yeah. the first time, and that was cool.
4: Yeah, that was great. Yeah, I kind of wrote that song um, with my grandpa in mind, you know, being raised by him and yeah. all that, so, which I've talked about that on here oh, yeah, before yeah. Yeah. back in the day. But
3: I just wanted to listen to it because we're liable to lose
4: some people regardless. So, I don't know what you're about yeah, to b- say. Yeah, before I go and just derail the train here with all this truth and yeah. um, exposing.
3: And go check out the Josh for all of our official merch uh, now before you're not a fan anymore. Because I, f- I feel like that was a good plug in there. I, I feel like we're to draw a line in the sand here. Yeah, I feel like there's. I feel like you have
4: to. Yeah, yeah. But y'all go check out the podcast and check out the music before. Uh, yeah, definitely. Before this train wreck happens. His around. whole
3: collect. His whole category is good. Everything he does is good. Thank you. You can be better at social media, but you can't be perfect. Nah, getting there. All you gotta do is get Working you on one it. of them Garth Brook earpieces, them side pieces. I saw a fella earlier that literally y'all could have been twins. No, the waitress no. even the waitress said, said so. no, we
4: didn't look anything alike. I see, no, she figured out real no, quick that no, it wasn't no. you. She said it immediately. Mm.
3: But yeah. even she could tell. Like, she's like, you. She every time she look at you, she like. He's got these big, sad puppy dogs. Like, not even sad. It's just like they're, they're emotionalized. Mm-hmm. Real emotionalized. Yeah. I
4: don't know if me and you need to uh, hit this pen anymore at Probably all. Not. Probably not. Because, I mean, what I'm about to say is one of the most, not shocking, but, like, you know, just exciting and truthful and just, down to the heart things that i've i've ever said and for you and for Mm -hmm. you who is like a closed off eggshell of emotion sometimes can be can
3: be it's like somebody's cracking that shell right now it's weird
4: a little bit it's weird
3: i'm i'm startled a
4: little bit startled yeah i mean i'm sure this is gonna be startling i know when you when you
3: told me today when we was eating at wild wings Mm -hmm. and you're like hey look man i just really got to talk about something i really got to get off my chest But unless you're going to record it for an episode and put it out, I can't do it. Yeah. I can't.
4: Well, if I'm going to push myself to this limit and expose myself and be vulnerable and all that, I'm going to do it with a voice to be heard, you know? Might as well do it. Why not do it here? Why not do it here with you? I know, right? I mean,
3: at least I'm the voice of reason most times. Yeah, absolutely. I'm the – with age comes wisdom. Yeah. Yeah.
4: Yeah. Way to circle back. Yeah, so – What is it? Well, I'm trying to get choked up, but this is three years (laughs) of Raising Gray Studios, man. Three year anniversary right here of dealing with this piece of shit. Second episode ever, baby. Cheers, buddy. We got you. (laughs) Thanks for coming. Yeah,
3: that took eight minutes of your life and was like, oh, they're going to do something. That's clickbait, bitches. No, but it, it does.
4: It does mean a lot, though. It does mean a lot it to does. me. It really does, man. To be, um, just over in McCrae cutting my first songs and not really having any sort of direction. Just doing what I can in this area with there being so little resources yeah. whatsoever, and then. Happened to meeting you that day, and that was like the day after I think y'all had got the studio, and like, yeah all hadn't like, even kick lit, things off when I met you that day. Yeah,
3: it was literally where, I think I started putting shit in there September 22nd, I think it's what my Snapchat told on me about today. Right. I think it was then, and then the first episode we recorded was October the 1st, or well, was released October the 1st, and then... You were the second. You were the
4: second. So it yeah.
3: wouldn't have been shit. I I hadn't been up and running but a couple of days.
4: Yeah, that sounds about right.
3: I still remember Chuck Hutchinson coming in there and showing me that fucking video of you in the cowboy hat <laughs> and riding around in, in that badass day. Bronco you got. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. And then he's like, no, he's really good. And then you came right to the studio and you played me Time. Yeah, that's a whole different side. But. Yeah, like you played fucking Time and I was like, I can fuck with this kid. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you remember this. It was probably the second or third time you ever hung out with me. You played Flower Shop. It was on Ernest's uh, podcast, right? Yeah. It was him and Jelly Roll. Uh-huh. or something. No, it was him.
4: Uh, it was just him by himself, I think, whenever he first.
3: It was him and somebody that was hanging out. Cause I remember, it was either him and Jelly Roll or him and John Daly. I can't remember. I don't remember. But anyway, you was like, you got to fucking hear this, dude. Yep. And I heard it. I was like, that's a fucking heater. Yep, yep. We had a lot of time those first couple of months. Yeah, we did. We really did. And now I have to put up with you all the fucking all time. All the time, man. It's okay. I wouldn't trade you for fucking nobody. Same, buddy. I know that I hit you in the dick a lot, and that's very childish I, and immature. I, 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 I don't. A lot. I, yeah, you do. I do. Yeah. You know what's funny the other night well, when we did it to each other. Just the one time we did it to each other, you didn't get me. The second time. I didn't and, think I did. And I didn't realize how obvious it was that you didn't get me uh, until Kaylee and then yeah. were like, you didn't really get you, did you? I was like, oh yeah, it's a bat. She was like, no, you didn't. It get did you. not get me at all.
2: Yeah. yeah, that was great. Yeah,
3: I really wish we could grow up and not play that game. <laughs> you know, it wouldn't be as fun. Yeah, we can find other games. I don't know why hitting other people in the. The only
4: other game that we really play is we just verbally assault each other for hours. <laughs> It was funny when we were at the beach and like they were like, "Everybody like was each like, other." This is, I could, I could tell at first everybody was kind of like, "Whoa!" They thought we were in a it's fight a in the aggressive. kitchen. Yeah. When you picked me up, by the way, you're
3: way stronger than I thought you were because I'm said, not light. You, you said, "Don't ever man." I said, me "Don't like you ever that. manhandle me the fucking get like that?" I do have pride, motherfucker. <laughs> um, but no, like I I I am appreciative of you and everybody, especially when we first started. There's people I don't like no more. I don't fuck with no more. That still came back then. There's some that gave me a cease and desist later. Mm-hmm. that came at the beginning of it. And even though I don't like those people anymore, I appreciate them coming then. Yeah. Like, but you're one of the ones that stayed around. Yeah, man. And there's a lot. There's a lot from those first shows that are not like that. The girls that I had hired at the time, I don't even know if they was hired there when you when you came. No. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I well, think they probably would have been for a lot. I don't know if they'd hung out with us. I don't think so. I don't know. Some of them were kind of ratchet. So they... I can see them wanting to. Um, but, no, I'm grateful for you guys. Like, it's and it's only getting better. Mm. I mean, that's – I didn't think three years ago. I mean, like, because we're moving to Macon here in the next couple of weeks. I did not think three years ago we'd have made it three years. I thought I'd have sold out and went to work for somebody else. I mean, yeah, I definitely now.
4: didn't see us being here, you know. No, no. Not at all. Not in the rooms that we're in now, too. No. You know what
3: I love about you, too? And this ain't throwing shade on anybody else. I love people that earn shit. Like some people think they earn shit with the social media presence, Mm -hmm. and some people played the fucking smoky bars for five hours, yeah, and made one hundred fifty bucks. Some people grind. I'm always, and I don't think either party's wrong. Like one of them, I just is a more of a preference to me because I've had to grind to get to where I'm at. I've had to do shit I didn't want to do. I didn't have, and people that work in social media. I mean, because technically I do. It's not that you get stuff handed to you, but there's a lot of people that had that's having stuff being like, "Here, here you go," and they didn't have to do X, Y, and Z to get there. Yeah. I like the fact, and I wish I wish that success for everybody. By the way, if you can do it, that's cool. I just don't think you learn any lessons. Yeah, I don't. I mean,
4: so ha- you have to you have to learn yeah. the extra hard way. Yeah, I don't think you that know, you right? have
3: staying power if you have shit handed to you. I think you have to do shit a hard way to keep it because in my eyes how you earn something
4: and in both aspects I mean there's exceptions to all that like oh, yeah. I mean Bailey Zimmerman yeah I used to uh, not be Ashley a fan Cook. of
3: his but now I, I'm,
4: I've am i livened up on Bailey yeah. uh, well, they just got kind of tossed in with yeah. no experience and, but those people have that special kind of talent where oh yeah it, they got a talent carry. you can't hide and regardless of the talent they're good people
3: oh yeah Ashley Cook I'm telling you when we did that show with her a couple weeks ago one of the sweetest people I've ever met. She right. couldn't have been fucking nicer. And then when she opened your like opened her mouth to sing, she got you fucking attention. I, I like that's one of the few times in my life I've been to a, a show that wasn't a writer's round. Mm-hmm. Now a writer's round you get surprised like that all the fucking oh, time. Yeah. All the time. But at a show like that, it's hard to where somebody just like, okay. I imagine I'll have the same moment in a couple of weeks with Dylan Carmichael at the next no, Josh Terry sure. Honky Tonk nights. I've I'm seen sure. him a couple of times though. I know how good he I is. I had never seen him. Oh, he's so fucking I good. Bet. But actually, as soon as she opened her mouth, oh yeah, you're you're like I know why we sold out tonight. I get it. Yeah. I get it. Even though like her songs aren't my favorites, mm-hmm. I fucking get it. Yeah. But she's still going and she's still playing these little dive bars and everything. I think she'll have That's to save cool. them all, But the point I was getting to was I just love the fact that you're still grinding. You're not trying to be in a room that you're not ready to be in yet. There's a lot of people that do that. And I'm not pointing fucking fingers at any single person that is a songwriter or singer or whatever. Cause I know like there's been some dudes that have got pissy with some of the shit I've said. Uh, I even had last week at Red Door, somebody say something to me. Um, I'll tell you when we get off here. but uh, it's not really that to me. I like to, I like the fact that there are some things that earn it, yeah. fucking earn it. If it's if it takes you ten years, earn it. Don't try to get into a room before you should be in that room. To me, that right there is the quickest way to get kicked out of a room. Like if if I we if that. we went into we went into Seagull and like we were going in there just as friends to Bobby and him or whatever. It's one thing if they're like, hey, you want to write a song. More than likely, that's not what they're inviting you there for. They're inviting you there to have a good time, right? It's another thing if you go into there and you're like, hey, you want to write a song? You're not supposed to be in that room yet. You should be lucky that you're in there. Yeah. And I love the fact that most everybody that's around us,
4: that they're like that. They're Mm -hmm. like, no, I'm going to earn my place. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. The the circle we travel in kind of always... Is like that. It's the fucking best people, people. to me. It's just nothing but good people. Yeah. That's, um, that's that's the one of the coolest things about seeing where we were three years ago, just meeting and then doing those first couple of episodes that we did, to what we were doing at that time and to what we're doing now and having the group of people that we have, the friends that we've made, the connections, the relationships with all kind of people, seeing that kind of growth is better than any kind of industry growth, you know. That that is what's the, what's really like for the heart, you know.
3: Yeah, it has done a lot for me. Um, if you would have asked me three years ago, when we started this, if there were certain people that I would work with. I would have told you not a
4: chance well, I think hell. both of us three years ago were like, oh, Nashville. I mean, we we can make a,
0: can oh, make yeah. a name here. We don't to, need
3: Nashville. You can we go don't back don't to them to first there.
4: episodes. But
3: I don't think I understood it. Now. I didn't at all. I, yeah, I, I didn't understand I didn't. it whatsoever. Yeah, I I understand it now. Like it's even to where I imagine you go back to a lot of them first episodes and you're going to get
4: to where, oh, you don't need Nashville. you got mm.
3: social media. You can know all this. Nah, nah. A,
4: a year ago, I started going with you a little over yeah. a year ago. But before that, I'd already been going for a year and a half, but yeah. I was going by myself. Yeah. Like, I didn't know anybody up there other than my producer. And I was just going up there, staying in the hotel, going to the studio, and uh, maybe a couple nights I'd go to Broadway by myself, have a couple of drinks, yeah. go home. I, didn't, I, w- I would go to Red Door here and there, but I really didn't understand Red Door and know what it was. Yeah. but We've been blessed.
3: I mean, we really have. And regardless of who got us into what situation with who, I mean the fact that we've got friends now, and we can call them friends. Like we don't have to call yeah, them acquaintances, or, or how some people do. Like oh yeah, I ran into him one time or her one time or whatever. Yeah. We got people with fucking number ones, and they genuinely love us. Like they want to be around us. And Maybe it's, it's
4: because we weren't there, or trying to make it seem like we were there because they had number ones. Yeah. Yeah, we were. just we wanted to there be there, hanging friend. out, and that's the people we connected with. That's the people that we got along with.
3: Yeah, yeah. Not not trying to overextend a situation is what keeps some situations alive.
4: Yeah, like, we don't we
3: don't put pressure on nothing. No, I mean, There's just... been like even today, Hannah Dasher, uh, who I very much love. I've I've been a, a fan of hers for a long time, but we've known each other for a long time too. She used to date one of my buddies, and. She messages me first thing this morning because she's got a show in making. And it's where, because I don't hound her, because I don't bother her, mm-hmm. because I don't get on her fucking nerves or I don't ask to do shit that I shouldn't do yet, it's where she's like, hey, you want to do a podcast this week? Uh, you want to come to the show and hang out and all this kind of stuff? Like, we're doing shit to where it's not aggravating.
4: Yeah.
3: Like, I know one of us wants to meet Aaron Lewis. And maybe maybe one day if they act right, you know they get a chance to, fact. Right. <laughs> yeah. Bitch, I'm telling you, you just got to be in the right place, right time, and I know, man. That's it. And he's cool as shit, but it's not like even in those situations they haven't said, "Hey, you guys can't come hang out." There's never been anybody that's been like, "Hey, we don't want you and your whole crew to come."
4: Yeah, everybody always invites us to go. Wherever I think I, I think going.
3: I'm the person that usually says, "Hey, don't bring this person." Probably, but it's usually because I think they're a snaky cunt. There's usually for a good reason. Yeah. But I also, too, like I was telling you on the way up there, I have had to in the past month's time, I've had to come to a new understanding of giving advice. I've got to stop. like I've got to stop thinking that I know what's best for anybody else. Because honestly, what's best for them might not be what's best for me or vice versa. Like I'm, I have to stop. Like even though I take pride in being like, oh, I'm the big brother of everybody, or I'm the the dad, or whatever the fuck we joke about and say. I had to go through a lot of bad shit and make a lot of mistakes to be where I'm at now. I've got to realize, like, even though I don't want somebody to make a mistake, I don't, I don't want you to make a mistake. I want Riley to. No. I don't want anybody that I love, Will or anybody, to to make a mistake. I have to stop being that way and have to be like, I gotta love them regardless if they make a mistake.
4: You won't never stop being that way because you yeah. got a good heart. That's just who you are. Yeah. You're a good person. You're always want to look out for somebody. But like what you're saying, like yeah. in a in a more passive way. Yeah, you have to. Like you just have to kind of let somebody go do what they're going to yeah. do. Give them I- if they ask. Give them a word of advice or just say yeah. whatever about the situation. Then you have to step back, and that's hard whenever you care about people. Oh, like it that. is. It's super hard. But also,
3: life. too, you don't know if I'm giving. And this is what I've really beat into my head lately. I don't know if I'm giving the wrong advice. Yeah. Like I'm just sure because something wouldn't be good for me doesn't mean it wouldn't be good for somebody else. Yeah. yeah. And I've had to really back the fuck down from that. It's just, it's, but it, like you said, it's hard. I mean, like all of y'all are literally like my kids, especially you, like you said, three years, Yeah. three years. Like I don't see you as just a fucking friend anymore. Like you, my, you're my brother. Mm-hmm. i do anything in the world for Same. you. And it's just like, damn, but it's, it's my fault. Like it's, but also too it's I've got to stop expecting people to act like me that aren't me like if That's just because just, just because I'm a loyal fucking person to a fault and I'm too loyal to, to the fact that where I overstep like but it's honestly like how I would rather take the fucking the bullet than you mm-hmm. like I know I can deal with bullshit somebody comes at me I'm on I know how to go right back at you to where I'll make you look like a dumbass. Right. Like, if you want to be ugly to me. But I don't ever want it to be that way. Like, there's nobody that I've got into it with on social media that I wanted to. Same. But I usually stop it. Like, it's I'm going to do my customer service shit to where I'm going to say what I've got to say. I'm going to say it one time, and I'm not going to address it again. I, I've addressed the situation. I don't have to keep going back and forth with you. Mm-hmm. And that's, just, that's why I'm just glad that, like... That's the hard part of being this way. But also, I love y'all enough to where I want to be that way. Like, it's hard to find people that you want to be that way for. Y'all be making me want to be like running through a brick wall and shit and tackle a motherfucker that's going to mess with y'all.
4: We feel the same. I know I do. Well, good. For sure.
3: Well, uh, you know what I want to do? What do you want to do? Uh, It's my three years. Mm-hmm. I want to go get really, really high. I want to drink some more beer. Preferably like to find a fat ass to rub on later. (laughs) Preferably. So, how about this? How about we re-release the second episode ever of the Josh Terry Podcast between me and you? And then, people, after you listen to it, me and Dave will answer, which I don't really answer any questions, but if y'all had any, or you had any comments or whatever, you can go to uh, my Instagram at jlterry87 or Dave's. I uh, also post probably a little clip from this yeah. on uh, TikTok and Instagram and shit. Absolutely. So yeah, we're, we're, and of course we're gonna always do more episodes together. Yeah, of but I would I would like everybody to hear where we started to where we are now.
4: Yeah, I, I think that that'd be a cool thing to show because we've both grown so much, so much, dude.
3: And plus, I'm already a little high, so I don't want to keep doing this now. <laughs> we gotta
4: give them time to listen to the old one if we're gonna do that that's cool well let's do that all right folks well look i love y'all thank
3: you so much three years has been crazy um but it's i've been blessed i've been very blessed this past three years and the biggest blessings in my life has been you and the rest of the folks i come to call family it's not the money it's not the trips it's the people i know that are loyal to me and that are my real brothers and sisters always man love you bubba love you brother We will see y'all. Well, actually, you're going to see us again in just a second, but it's from three years ago. Happy time machine, motherfuckers.
1: At Kroger, we know the minute a tomato is picked, the fresh timer starts. The sooner we get our produce to you, the fresher it is. That's why we've shortened the time from harvest to home for our tasty tomatoes, strawberries, and salads. So no matter how you shop, you have more time with your fresh produce. Kroger, fresh for everyone. We've
4: locked in low prices to help you save big store-wide. Look for the locked-in low prices tags and enjoy extra savings throughout the store. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Alarm. Take MitoQ, run, shower, breakfast, kids to school, work time, home time, dinner time, fun time, bedtime. When you're leading a full life, MitoQ can make all the difference. MitoQ is a science-based cell health supplement that helps your trillions of cells generate renewable daily energy. Because energy is renewable, time is not. Discover more at MitoQ.com. That's M-I-T-O-Q.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.
3: Thank y'all for tuning in to Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Today with me, I got a bad, bad man that y'all might not have heard of yet, but you're going to hear real soon, Mr. David McMahon. How you doing today? good, man. Glad to be here, dude. You brought somebody with you today,
2: Hunter? Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir.
3: You to tell me your last name, bro.
2: McClendon. McClendon. Cool.
3: So, David, uh, for folks who don't know, and uh, I'm just getting to meet David. He has uh, been to the studio twice now with us uh, in about a week's time. Up-and-coming musician, you're 21 or 22? 21. 21. Dude is solid as hell. Appreciate it. I'm telling tell you, when you came in here last week, Thursday, I was drunk, and uh, the girls that worked for me, we had to do a podcast with them that day, and uh, I had to go back and look at the videos the next day, and I was like, shit, I didn't realize how good you were at the time. Oh. I, I you got wasted on whiskey the first time. Right. right. Yeah, I would, I, I, and I looked back and I listened back and I was like, damn, i got to have this guy back in here. Well, I appreciate it. And that, uh, he was in here earlier with us doing our first Velvet Session, which y'all get to check out the Velvet Sessions real soon. They're uh, they're pretty legit. I like them. I like 70 shit, though, it's dude. cool, man. It's got a cool vibe. I, I, see, I hope it does. I hope it does. Well, David, tell us a little bit about you, man, for everybody who doesn't had a,
4: yeah, I'm, uh, don't know like you yet. said I'm 21. I'm from uh, Camilla, Georgia. A little small town down about an hour from the Florida line. Um, Started singing probably 12, 13 years old in church, man. Then got my car, started venturing out and playing little small bar and grill, little restaurant places around 30, 40-mile radius, you know. And then got out of high school, uh, didn't go to college, went for a little while. No, I did too. I, I think I went for about a week. For a I, I figured time. out
3: I like drinking and women, and they didn't have classes in that. <laughs> it's shit. It's
4: dangerous, yet. it's dangerous. Yes, it is. It's a wild world out there, man. Where'd you go to? Uh, ABAC.
3: ABAC. That's why the semester. fuck you didn't finish. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Fuck, <laughs>
2: exactly. nobody's been, I don't think anybody's
3: graduated from ABAC yet. Uh, probably not. It's,
4: it's a jungle. That in Valdosta State. Yeah, man. That's where sure, I tried to for go. Sure. Yeah, that's that, where
3: I, mean, I pretended there for a little while.
4: Yeah, I was getting in as. Many chances as I could to go to Blue Water and about oh, Austin It Swift used to pops, be, it used to be uh, Charlie's or O Charlie's, where right, the hell it right. was. Uh,
3: and then there was Mulligans and tight ends and oh yeah, dude. It used I, to remember, be I
4: remember, I remember going to see Riley Green and Mitchell Tim and John Langston and all those boys yeah. way before they blew up over there. God, Austin uh, used was, to be the place to go. Oh for man, it. yeah, the gym too in Tifton. way oh, right. yeah. back, the gym was a good place. Full to Georgia Line. Played there when they're coming up.
3: On. One one of my buddies, uh, Trey Landon, he's played there a couple yeah. of times. He's yeah. opened up for Corey Smith, and we always go and oh, get man. hammered with him.
4: The one time I went to the Corey Smith over there, I, I was there for maybe 10, 15 minutes. It so was shoulder that, to shoulder. Oh no, I, I 100 remember. Degrees in there. I'm one of those lucky uh, assholes that's friends with the band.
3: Right. So I always get on the side of the stage. Yeah. Otherwise, there ain't no way in hell. I think I, I got
4: a drink spilled on me within the first like five minutes. So I was like, I'm over that.
3: Yeah I, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't blame you. I dude. mean, he
4: puts on a hell of a show. Oh yeah, he yeah. Show. He's
3: he's kind of a jackass. Nah, I've heard. Yeah, he's mean. Heard. I mean, hey, but the, fir- the first the first time know. I met him, I'm a Florida fan. The first time I ever met him, it was in an alleyway in Macon. Right. And uh, I, I, me and my buddy had went to go piss, and he was playing at the place across from it that we was going to, and uh, we both have Florida hats on, and we run into him as he's coming out of the restaurant in the alley, and uh, I'm like, hey, dude, can we get a picture? And he's like, yeah, come on over here, and um. And he was like, but y'all got to take his Florida hats off. <laughs> and I was like, ha that's funny. Take a picture. And he's like, no. Take this fucking hat off or you're not getting a picture. And I was like, yes, sir. <laughs>
2: yes, Mr. Smith. <laughs> right, uh, Mr. right away, sir. Yeah, I can do it again. King of Athens, man. Yeah. I'll give it to you. Well, at
3: least there's somebody out there winning at something. I, I guess so. I guess yeah. So. Oh, you're a Gator fan Absolutely, too? Absolutely, man. Oh, I shit. You. I well, knew something was wrong with you when I saw your haircut. Absolutely,
2: man. You know it.
3: I'm just fucking with uh, you, y'all. I have a very fucked up sense of humor. If I pick on you, means I think you cool. I, I couldn't pull off the whatever. What do you call this? The I eyebrow- a tackle
2: box.
3: I oh, did you? Yeah. That's cool. Right. <laughs> that remind me not to run into those tackle boxes. Yeah, right. So uh, where are you uh, playing at and everything like right now?
4: Oh, uh, right now I'm just still doing acoustic stuff. Locally, I'm uh, trying to get some stuff booked for the end of the year. Full band. Got some cool guys out of Nashville playing with me now. So cool. you got one of my boys fixing to play with you. Yeah, man, man. I've heard it. I've heard a lot about it. Saint met oh, Man. We literally was texting about you
3: beforehand. Right. Yeah, right. like is that was so fucking I saw him last weekend in uh Crazy Bully Making. Yeah. And uh he was out uh, with uh, Trey Team. And um always like we always do, we always drink too much, have too much fun. <laughs> and then he's texting me the next day about coming down here to the studio and hang out. And he's like, I'm gonna start playing with this guy. Had no idea it was you. And then, you and uh, your buddy, the the producer, Chuck, Jeff Hutchison at Matt Studios. Yeah. It was like, hey, we want to come meet y'all. And I was like, hell yeah. And then, it, it was cool. It yeah, is man. it to be. Crazy. Yeah, small, small, uh, Welcome world. to Georgia. No shit, dude. The music scene here ain't that big, and the ones that are good all know each other. That's right.
4: That's right. We trying. We try. Everybody can. supports each other. That's what's good around here. Yeah. Well,
3: most of them. Most and let, of them. And let, <laughs> you can't speak for all of them all the time. Yeah. There's some of them. I'm. I don't like assholes. Right. I'm usually the first person to call somebody out about it too, because if anybody's gonna be an asshole, it's got to be me. Right. But I'm, I think I'm funny about it, it. Also depends on who you ask. For everybody, I guess. exactly. But mm-hmm. there's a couple around here. It's got I'm their sure. head stuck up their asses. I'm sure. I'm sure. We won't, we won't mention no names because. You know, I need you to share this. Yeah. They think we're friends. <laughs> uh <laughs> I'll put on the show for them. That's fucking about it. <laughs> That's uh, what we're got, entertainers. We've got some of those guys, and y'all probably know them. Uh, that you send the deposit to for the show, and then something always comes up last minute. But as quick as it took you to send that deposit, they sure don't send it back that quick. There's hey, some gonna- of them that we still waiting on, and they got Nashville contracts now.
4: You're going to be waiting for a while.
3: Right, they can kiss my fat ass, too. Uh, once again, not saying your name. Uh, but, but anyway, so with the stuff that you got planned, did COVID fuck you up this year? Oh, you know,
4: it's kind of been a kind of been a little bit of a blessing man to be honest it was uh you know i got laid off from my job i was building fence part-time and um i was starting to take serious to write songs about that time i'd already came up here and met with chuck um and started tracking a little bit and met with mill cannon out of atlanta um and then we um started working on that and then that was that allowed me time to really put my head down and work for a little while you know because i uh I had sold some farm equipment sold all my farm business stuff that i had and um Put some money into just doing this music full time and chasing that dream, you know. So, probably throughout the whole COVID, I was just sitting there writing songs, pumping Shit. out, pumped out that, uh, that, uh, single, It Ain't Tonight, which is available everywhere. By the way, so good. I appreciate The, that. the three that you played me a while ago and, uh, the
3: ones I just heard you do, you know, dicking yeah. around with us here at the studio. You got some, like, you got something there. I
4: oh, do. I appreciate like, that. Man. You we do. Try. We try.
3: And I, I'm sure. not, I'm usually not like, the one who kisses ass. Right, right. But we're gonna kiss yours a little bit because you, you got something there. And I, I need you to when when your ass get to Nashville, you take some of us with you. Yeah, well
4: I don't know if I wanna to go to Nashville.
3: Man. I wouldn't go to fucking Nashville I so don't know really why. Everybody that I know up there
4: hates it. Yeah. Because they gotta play the game. No, nah, man. See, I'm not about playing the game. I'm just gonna be real, play what I wanna play, the way I wanna play it.
3: See, I'm that guy that uh I don't know how much money it's going to take me to sell out, but I want to be put in the position to find out. That's a good one. So, yeah. you know, I, I don't know. You know, if they throw a big-ass number at me. I, I might be the next that's Luke Brown. Money, you
4: never
3: man. know. Dude, I'm telling you, that's I've been broke my money. whole damn life. Hey, I, for real. I've been broke. For real. You know, I, I don't know how hey. much money it takes for me to be uppity, but shit. I'm no, down to find money. out.
2: That's, that's true. That's that's true. true.
3: If, uh, if you wouldn't go to Nashville... Would you try to just do the local Georgia scene or would you try to go out on your own and, and book shows in other states? What would you do? Oh, uh,
4: man. I feel like at the stage I'm at right now, like I said, during all this COVID stuff, me being able to build a lot and go through a couple band practices with some guys and test guys out and really figure out things and meet guys like you in the industry throughout this time, you know, everybody's kind of not having a lot to do. So everybody's kind of intermingling and planning stuff to come out of COVID with. So, we've been getting together a big thing, getting the EPK rolling and getting the website rolling, merch, all that good stuff. Got the band rolling. Got some good solid guys coming into play. So, that coming out of this COVID stuff, hopefully at the end of the year, maybe beginning of the next year, we can hit the ground rolling and conquer the state, conquer Alabama, Florida first, Tennessee. Don't go to Alabama. Oh, man, Don't stay at Alabama.
2: you got to play
4: everywhere, man. Yeah, shit. I. I hate Alabama.
3: I hate everything about the state of Alabama. If anybody's listening to this podcast and you live in Alabama, there's a good chance I hate you. The only thing good about Alabama is in Dothan. There used to be this bar there, and it was called Buck Wild. And there was a singer. His name was Jeff Golden. The fact that I just said his name on a podcast, he just got hard. I'm not even playing. (laughs) This guy bought his own bar because he wanted to be a country singer. He goes and he does a costume change. In front of thirty people at most, every five or six songs comes out mascara. Like I'm talking about blouses and shit. Dude can't sing for shit. But when you look him up on YouTube and everything, this dude does impersonations. Right? He don't just do white impersonations. Like he goes full blackface. Uh, I shit you not. He's got. But it's funny. Like maybe not cool in 2020. But shit, it's something that all of us would laugh about if nobody knew we'd get in trouble for it. Like, we're full-blown Ray Charles can't see hitting the piano keys. Oh but it's like, dude, he's so talented. But at the same time, it's like, this dude is super fucking racist. Yeah. And I don't know if I should like him or not. Right. We got stuck with the, the Toad Lick Music Festival used to be over there. And uh, one of our buddies, who, who's a big booker for a lot of... uh. Uh, like, crazy bull places like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's out of Florida. He used to give us free tickets to go. And I had to quit having it because they had a fucking tornado come through every year. Like, all three years I've been, a tornado came through then and messed up the whole thing. So, everybody would always go to this buck wild place to see Jeff Golden. And I'm telling you, me and some buddies that are, are musicians that were like, not, I mean, nobody really knows them still. But they're in Nashville. They're doing a thing. A lot of them got pub deals. Yeah, we're all just sitting there in our minds blown by this cat. Like it's like is this shit really happening. It's like a print show, but in front of uh, forty people. Right. Oh, but geez. uh. But besides you, it's not cringy, probably. Oh, it I is. Mean. It, it, it's like so bad that, that is good. That'd be rough, it's good. It's it's I so bad that's a, good. Some things, some things, yeah. Like, it's like a fucking train wreck. Like, yeah. you no, know, I'm not supposed to look at this shit, away, but, but I you can't look, look at it. By the way, none of us are saying blackface is okay. No, no, I, no, we absolutely we're not, we're in good. 2020. I don't agree with blackface at all.
2: But it's funny. It's okay because, like, have you ever seen mean, Tropic Thunder? Oh, I love Robert Trumpy Downey Thunder. Jr. Man, come on, man. Yeah, but they're trying to get that canceled now too. No, like, I mean, that, and there's no way because that was satire. It was a guy playing a guy playing blackface. So, like, still, so many layers, it, bro. I know, it's, but I love it's fucking. Jr., man.
3: Come on, man. Yeah, let's still... I love that movie. It's so funny. You never go full retard. God, I love that You probably can't say that in 2020. Lead farmer, motherfucker. Yes, yeah. that whole fucking movie so That's good. True. That's yeah. one of those that you forget about and then this, all of a sudden you see it like on Netflix or something and then the rest of your day you're just you're like you know what I'm fixing smoke one or drink one and I'm gonna watch Tropic Thunder four times today right Uh, but so
1: First ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for a hundred healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold.
3: Uh, just besides you conquering the South or whatever, yeah. you got any like big plans or anything about stuff that you, anybody you
4: really want to write with that, you know, is feasible at the moment or, or anything? I mean, there's a bunch of guys. I'm, I'm really into the, the Texas Red Dirt scene. Oh, absolutely. Sure. Wetzel sure. or Giovanni. Co- Parker McCollum, so awesome. uh, all those guys, man. One, they're all super talented, and the thing they're doing is so cool. It's so yeah. different. What we really like
3: about you is when you came in here, and you kind of just – like, I, as you can imagine, from me coming from radio to this, having number one country show in the state of Georgia, becoming this you get artists all the time sending you shit. Yeah. Like just all the time somebody – and I'm a nice guy to a point, but there's a lot of them you're just like, dude – How do you you think this is, yeah, I'm out of respect for you. I'm not going to tell you how horrible you are, but at the same time, like, dude, do something else. Yeah. Yeah. Like, please. But when you came in here, and I was like, okay, I got this. And then what we're trying to do right now with uh, Raising Grace Entertainment and studios and all that stuff, we're trying to do Red Dirt meets Red Clay. For sure. Concert series next year. To where uh, we're going to book five or six dates, and we're going to have opening acts like you, that right, actually right. rock from Georgia, and uh, opening up for folks like. That. Now we probably ain't booking Co because Co his his shit's done turned to gold. Oh yeah, yeah and uh, sure. I ain't Rightful, mad at rightfully. him. I, I promise you. Hey, ma- so. by all due respect, ain't I ain't sure. mad at that. Is a bad son of a bitch. Yeah, sir. But uh, like Randall King and uh, yeah. Colby yeah. Cooper, yeah, and, yeah Josh uh, Ward, all those guys. Oh, like they're yeah. so yeah. they're so badass and. There's just something different happening I really like in Texas. Pecos and Tops, too. Oh my yeah. gosh, this damn song! Yeah. Oh man, yeah. that's the yeah. song of the week for our uh, the podcast or whatever. This damn song. Yes, yeah, sir. Man, and yours, too. Early, yeah. yeah, and yours too. By the way, you're, man, I can't wait for y'all to hear more of him. But um, yeah, when we do that, like you're definitely one of the artists that we see opening up. Um, because you, uh, there's another guy that actually played a show for us Saturday night named Britt Hilton. We gotta get you and Britt together. Brit's gonna come do a podcast and do a session and everything with us. He is raw. He is nasty. He he's a 250 pound white man that's got this old black woman's soul in his oh, voice. Right, that right. rasp. Aretha Franklin to the day I die. I think has got the Respect, sexiest right. voice. Her and Etta Respect. James. Etta
2: James Atlas. Oh, is gonna sleep to that song?
3: Man, shit. Um, um song. Aretha's got this song. It's a J- Elton John cover. Mm-hmm. It's called Holy Moses. If you've ever been drinking around me, and I am, I'm talking about tore the hell up. Three o'clock in the morning, you're going to hear Aretha turned all the way up to Holy Moses. <laughs> it's one of the baddest fucking songs I've ever heard in my life. And uh, like that's what we're looking for. We're looking for up and coming young guys like you, 21 years old. Yeah, man. And because that I think that's where country music's going.
4: Yeah, I, dude. I mean, I'm so heavily influenced by those guys, especially Co. Yeah. Uh, I got to meet him and his guys down in Tallahassee yeah, uh, cool. with Colt Ford, man. And they were super humble, super nice guys, man. They gave me a lot of pointers, man. And I respect them and everything they do for sure. And uh, they, they pretty much influenced me to really chase it right after I met those guys and played them a couple of my songs. and We yeah. just hung out and had a good time, you know. There really had to be good. this lot. Man, that's Aww. that's the once in a lifetime thing, dude. To meet yeah. somebody that you look look up to and all like that—that's a crazy experience. For and sure. I usually say don't do that.
3: Yeah. I, meeting people that you admire Not that much, yeah,
4: because it, it's—I met I Colt Ford before. I met. You
3: want to know, you wanna a know something guys insanely like that. But, crazy about Colt Ford? What's that? He used to be a golf pro. Yeah, he's,
4: he's super a good. He's go, yeah. When I was on the bus with Cohen, and them, he when he walked off the bus, he was like. Get up in the morning, okay? We got to go golfing in the, in the morning.
3: I, I am a huge fan of uh, Joe
4: Rogan and his podcast. Well, sure, I love everything. Sure. I got him the Godfather.
3: I call him right here on the back wall, not and uh, yeah, God, he's just he's the shit. But he had Ron White on his podcast uh, a couple weeks ago, and uh, he Ron White was talking about how good of a golfer that uh, Colt
4: Ford was. I believe it.
3: And I was like, this motherfucker. He does not look like he ever played golf a day in his life. Like it, but then I'm like, oh, I gotta play golf and I it's suck. It's like
4: a John Daly
3: you know? it, Oh man, John Daly. Man, I want to get that, so, yeah. I want to get so tore up and if play if nine I holes. With and, him, I, yeah, I, I say please. only nine holes because there's no way I could we drink with just him until 18.
4: John, I'm fine with just, you know. If I'm gonna make an ass out of myself, I'd rather be stationary.
3: Yeah. Oh, what Um, speaking of playing golf and stuff when you're not writing music and
4: trying to melt faces, right. what you doing? Um. Yeah, I enjoy golf. I, I play golf occasionally, but uh, I like being outside.
3: We got a book this yeah. now.
4: Oh, well, I know. I, I'm, I'm not. not even played. I didn't know you played. I want to play at that place in McRae over there, in State, State Park. Park. It, looks it looks
3: gorgeous. Uh. Yeah. I'm too trashy to play
4: there. Oh, right, Really. I so, dude I, I'm, I'm not you, good either. So. I'm not good. Okay. No. No. We'll, no.
3: No. We'll no. 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 I'm double bogey at best. Okay. Same. Same. Right. I mean, I same. might on a good. I'll have. I'll have a couple shit holes to where everything lines up. Right. And it's like, oh, he can play par golf. But i I'm telling you, it starts off every time I'll birdie the first hole, I'll par the next two, and then the rest of the day I double everything.
4: Yeah.
3: I can yeah. I mean it, it if it was just three holes of golf. I'm I'd usually be fine.
4: terrible on the front nine and I pick up on the back nine, but just not not pick up enough. We you know, never like, make it the whole eighteen. Oh really? I mean, oh no, we're hammered. I played my senior year for the for the school for the oh, school oh, cool. I went to because I couldn't play baseball I tore my lay room. So, I, I tried it first time ever playing. I mean, it, it wasn't bad. I wasn't the worst on the team, yeah. but I wasn't the best for sure.
3: Well, it, athletes tend to gravitate towards golf when you hurt something anyway. Yeah. It, sure. It's because we can't do it anymore. Yeah. Uh, mine was, uh, I just, I, I really liked baseball, football. Yep. Then getting out of high school, I played softball for a couple of years and yeah, I just got tired of running for a little while. I had tired of running. So, I was like, no, I'm going to try golf. And yeah. it uh, it, it's okay. It's the most expensive hobby I've ever had in my life because I can't. I'm just one of those folks I can't have cheap shit Like I think If I go buy something It's gonna make me better And it doesn't No, I'm playing I, with like Some yard sale club Shit like I wish games. I wish I I wish I wasn't uppity About that stuff so. I don't know what it is If it's a sporting good
4: I'm like Oh no I'm getting this expensive <clears throat> And then that's like a it's jackass an expensive hobby Slash job So I can't dump it in golf <laughs> <sighs> No Oh,
3: uh, What do you uh, Play with anyway
4: so, Guitar I didn't see what- uh, Epiphone yeah, Epiphone. I don't oh. remember the model. But I got a Morgan Monroe that's really my favorite guitar. That's nice. the guitar that I, that's in my music room I write with and all. It's about one of my first real guitars that I first gig with. It's a sweet guitar. Cool. Awesome guitar, all mahogany. But I do love that uh, that Epiphone in there. It's nice. sweet.
3: Uh, so you got to play a couple for Code. Yeah. Anybody else you got to get close to? That's fine. It's got a good um, name to them. I mean – any of those
4: guys out there, for sure. I, I love Giovanni. I love all those guys. I mean, have you met anyone? Are, oh, no, no. no. Are, are I mean – open for anyone? No, I mean, I'll be opening for uh, Shane Owens in November. Uh, he's I got a song over there sure. called 21. Or is it 19? I can't remember.
3: Yeah, yeah, I think this, I that's remember. the Traditional guy. country guy. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's got his Army song. Uh, it's about a kid. Yeah, it's Shane Owens. Uh, right. It's, uh, it's 19. Kid goes off in the Army, gets killed. He would have went to Tennessee to play uh, football. Oh, it's badass. That sounds song. familiar. That sounds it, it familiar. Is a bad, it's a badass. It's the only one I know by him. Right, but yeah, yeah he's got a huge following. I heard he's a
4: great singer, great guy. Yeah. I, hadn't, I hadn't brushed up on the music, but nah,
3: we'll have to play one for you whenever yeah, we get yeah, out of here. For sure. But for uh, sure. when you got with the folks that are going to be your fans, one reason why I like doing these podcasts with up and coming artists is because uh, we want to make you stand out. They want, we want yeah. them to get to know you, for like, like you. you. Yeah. So uh, yeah. if if you had you know a million of your Fans in the future because you're gonna have that many. Uh, uh, you, you're super talented, and if you stay, you stay raw and nasty like what was out there. Yeah. Uh, are you single? No, I'm married. I'm oh, you're married. married at 21? I'm married. Yeah,
4: yeah, I'm married. Uh, just had a baby girl. Congratulations. She's four months.
3: There's yeah. no way in hell I could have been a musician and married at 21. It's tough. That's also it's why tough. the good Lord didn't give yeah. me any musical talent either. Yes. I would definitely have AIDS. <laughs> AIDS. There's no way I wouldn't. Right. I right. just I, I like women. I, well, I got I
4: got my party days out of the way pretty young. So, uh, um, yeah, I was going to say I'm 30. I'm I'm 33. My tank ain't on on it yet. I'm on the road and I'm playing. Yeah. I'm rowdy. But I mean, at the same time I like to go home on the weekends. That's cool. Much respect for that. If I'm, if I'm not at the house, I'm usually hunting somewhere. I mean, that's just about it. I love hunting everything. I love the outdoors. I love everything about it.
3: Well, for everybody who doesn't know you
4: and, uh, but they will tell them some stuff,
3: a little insight to a, a yeah. day in your life, or what got you to where you're at now? Just you know yeah, who you are.
4: Sure. Um, well, going out of high school, like I said, I, I was going to go play baseball somewhere. Ended up going to ABAC, but uh, right after I graduated that July, my grandpa died at ALS, and uh, he was he was pretty much like my dad growing up. You know, my dad wasn't around, and he was my mom and him and my grandma and all them. Um, shout out to them for support because really? oh yeah, them, shout out to my sister life. for real. Yeah. yeah. Great people. Uh, They've supported me every step of the way. And Grandpa always supported me, but we had a corn business uh, when I was eight years old. Uh, He had a full time job, but he started this on the side for me to have, you know, to work through high school and coming out of high school. It was always going to be passed down to me. Um, After he died, I ran it, and I ran it the year before we passed because he was going downhill. ALS is one of the worst things. Uh, Oh, yeah. I hate your family went through that, brother. That's a terrible disease. Um, But we, uh, I took over that business and ran it for. Uh, while i was going to college a day back and i just i I couldn't do it man i ran it for the next year and uh get into this year i decided it was a good time to sell it because i mean i was at a spot where it was either sell it or spend a lot of money to do something with it because i just wasn't making enough so sold it put it all into this music and here we are trying to do something with it man as
3: a as a person who's a family cotton farmers peanut farmers and everything uh you probably made the hardest decision
4: of your life Man, it's, that. it's tough. It really was, man. It is. But there, what's that? There's just not any money in it anymore. No, nah, it's tough, especially when you're not born into it, you know? Yeah. Uh, around my area, you know, land's not for sale. Land's not for rent around. There's family farms everywhere, you know? Yeah. So we were lucky to have what we did and just got to where I couldn't find it. What made, I wasn't, couldn't find enough to make any money off of it, man. Farming's a tough industry, Um it's it's what definitely one of the hardest industries I've ever worked in for sure.
3: Now you just gotta write a farming song. Yeah,
4: I mean uh, You got to I uh, yeah, yeah. you as much as you like Texas. I got country. one I got one that I um it was actually one of the first ones that I wrote that I put out um on social media and called yeah. Georgia Clay and that's pretty much about that. Just those roots that I was raised up in. It's more country song, even though I like the rock out. I love my, my I like that rock mix though. So. I absolutely love that mix. Yeah, I think so, I wanna throw it on the EP, because that throws a you know, a lot of Diversity. On the well, you'll get shows. with somebody like Coe, or, or
3: just any of them. Really, they'll they'll put some twang in one every once can in a listen while. Listen to his first couple yeah. albums,
4: man. That's, no, that's gonna, Texas te- country, te- country, man. Yeah. yeah, that's Texas country, and it just evolved into what I feel like all that's kind of shifting to a little bit of a rock revival slash traditional country. Yeah, <laughs> I think everybody's
3: just tired of pop country. Yeah, I, I think yeah. I think that everybody's sure. just fucking think, over it.
4: But it's the only no, thing I'm on the radio. So what it. else can you listen
3: to? Yeah, well, coming from radio. Wow. You got to play what you're told to play, or you that's get so fired. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, used
2: to, I would literally get in trouble
3: all the time uh, because all I wanted to play was Sturgill Simpson, Tyler yeah. Childers, yeah. Uh, Frank Foster. Sturgill's story is also a big one, though. Like Zach Bryan? sure. Do oh, you know
2: what? Like Zach Bryan?
3: Oh, yeah. We're trying to book Zach Bryan, but you can't right now because he's in the so, service. Come on, man. Can,
4: Navy guy. You can, I mean, you can't. I mean, he's that's just so what, good, dude. Yeah. He's incredible. incredible, he's, bro.
3: He's that to That song. When I got fired a couple weeks ago, oh. I listened to Headed South,
2: oh, on Pete and over and Listen to him on the way. Yeah,
3: yeah. I mean, codeine pills. Oh, dude, that whole... Oh my gosh, There's, he doesn't have a bad song. No, no. When he when he comes out of service, he's gonna be so fucking big. It's Straight gonna be. To the st- top. He, to I think he's gonna jump Tyler. I think, and, I, I think him and Tyler are neck and neck right
2: Tyler Childers is a
4: different breed. Man. man, I shared a picture the other day. It was four years ago to that day when that he's sitting on the sitting on the park bench, got his guitar, guitar case in front of playing it, man. And, and you know what? I shared that too. He's still that same guy that's sitting on that bench today. He's still that same
3: guy. All right, so before COVID hit, they him and uh, Sturgill mm-hmm. were in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It's the last concert I got to go to this year. Mm-hmm. We were in front row at it. I got to meet his wife. No way. Got to meet his wife because nice. this was how cool this cat was. When he came off stage, there was a—I don't know—a tunnel right mm-hmm. here to the to the left of, or to the right of us, and uh, he went over there and sat and watched about thirty minutes oh, of Sturgill's show, just sitting there chilling, like drinking. This a fan, yeah. this is a fan. and that's yeah. what he looked like. He looked like one of us sitting there, mind blown this guy just loves the music. At, at what Sturgill was doing.
2: Hey man, Sturgill's was a monster too. Man. That sailors got I to let, earth. I left Is that, that show.
3: I left that show, and I was in shock. And the way I felt seeing him was like I would. I would imagine my dad seeing Elvis for the first right. time. Oh man! <laughs> the what? I've never seen anybody play the instruments that he played the way he did. Right. The sound, so soul, sing,
2: man. so much soul.
3: All red velvet suits too. Oh <sighs> gosh! And then Tyler Childers' wife was literally. She was in a hoodie. She was in sweatpants, Mm -hmm. Carhartt hoodie or whatever. She was five feet away from us. And we talked to her for a few minutes because one of my buddies that was with us was like, that's his wife. And I was like, that cannot be his wife. She's looking half homeless. Like, her husband's up here done made a hundred something thousand dollars tonight. Ain't no way. Right. And I finally said something to her. I gave her my business card. And was like, hey, Absolutely I doubt he – I I know how busy he is. Right. Ain't no way he's going to want to come do, just you know, a it. country show yeah. in Georgia. But, hey, I took my shot. I okay. damn sure didn't hear nothing. Okay. But, uh, no, he was just so cool and down to earth from bet. from what I saw. I and then Sturgill got up there. Just Rocks the up. Right? Well, well, a lot of people First. from that show, they were going because of Tyler. Like, there was a lot of folks that were leaving when he was done. Like, we made mm. some friends right there in the pit. And uh, as soon as Tyler got done, they took off. Right. And uh, we were like, "What the fuck are these people doing?" Like, like literally half the pit cleared. No. Nah. And I, because I, I, liked Sturgill I liked before that, Sturgill's but story. by the end of his set, I hate to say it for all you Tyler Childers fans out there, because I like Tyler Childers don't compare. Uh, I mean, I'm telling. I'm telling. Tellin', like, like, like live, live, man. live, I've never seen anything like it. Uh, I, I've gone to some big ass concerts. Sergio Simpson is above and beyond anything that. I've ever do you seen. you Like
2: that new album with the anime stuff, I love that. I do. I, I especially that. like Mer. Uh, Mer- Was Mercury and in Retrograde? retrograde? Yeah. I like that. That's Clockmaker on Mars. That's good.
3: That one's trippy. Yeah. I like trippy shit though. Um, but then what's the other one? Um, the one where he's and if you read the lyrics oh, back, and- it's a, it's so good. It's yeah. a it's it's a good song. Um, now I think that's what it's called. A good look.
2: A good look. A good yeah. look
3: on yeah. there. If yeah. you go back and read the lyrics to that shit. You're like, oh, he's dissing everybody, everybody. Yeah, that is fake as hell in country oh, yeah, music yeah. and everything. Yeah. But um, I, I escalated from that. But that's all I wanted to play during my four hour show in radio because, like, that's what the people that were listening yeah, they wanted listening. to hear. Mm-hmm. They were they're so tired of Kane Brown uh-huh. and I don't even know how that's considered country. Then Dan and Shay and all that bullshit.
4: It's just hot horrible. Music, that's man. fine it's if you want to label it country, man. But let's 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 break it off into different sections: country pop. Yeah, let's have a country rock that's not just southern rock. See, like I, did, I, did, I think road. if let's you have it.
3: that repeated loop on it and you're in Nashville, yeah, I don't think it's country. I, I think it's no. pop music. Yeah, I, I don't. It's popular. I, yeah, it's that, popular. that's it. I mean, but still, there should be a different genre because there's there's no way the that semester. Kane Brown made. The money that Tyler or Sturgill made last year—there's yeah. no way they had well, to have they, better record they, they, sales. And the
2: money is entirely different. Well, Cody
3: Johnson, shit. Yeah. I mean, he went to the went forever. Yeah. Of money. T- Cody Johnson sold out where the it's Dallas Cowboys so play on his own dollar. On his own he, own he probably could have damn retired close to after yeah, that. Right. I mean the. Right. This I respect that though, and I like Cody Jinks. He's got like this quote on yeah, stage yeah. telling Nashville to fuck off.
4: Yeah, he's in cowboys. Yeah, I like, like, yeah, like I, I, love, it, I, said, it.
3: I, I, I love it, man. I, I I love it. I wish we had more of you know that in country music. That's what needs yeah. to be in country music. I mean, the fucking reason why most of us, us like
4: country music is because of outlaws. Yeah, man. Well, that's but what country that's, music is, it's is it's man. Just guys doing what they want to do. All those yeah. guys, they're not all the same. They're all doing whatever music comes from their heart and, and whatever they want, yeah. you know. And that's the same thing I'm trying to do. Whatever, whatever music comes to me, the way it is, I'm not trying to fit it into a box. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I don't it's so. just whatever comes out.
3: Oh, dude, I, I, that's that's the best music. I respect
4: it. All, all right. of those guys are like that.
3: I tell you, uh, have y'all ever seen the show? It's called Tales from the Tour Bus. Mm-hmm. You know who Mike Judd is. Yes. All right, Mike Judd, uh, who did King of the Hill, Beavis yeah, and Mike Butthead. Judge, yeah. Okay. He did this show. On uh, Cinemax, it's a series. It's called Tales from the Tour Bus. Mm-hmm. He tells the life story or the professional story, of once they come into music, of uh, Johnny Paycheck, of George Jones, mm-hmm. of uh, all these people, and it's animated. Uh, but it's the people that were in the bands that are still alive, the producers that were still alive, yeah. their exes that are still alive. He animates them, uh, and they tell the story. Right. Go watch it later. Damn Get man. a little trippy. Watch it. I'm telling you, what, what you were just talking about with uh, with kind of like you putting yourself into the music and all that and people being real, the artists that they go into, they were real. The yeah. shit that they yeah. sung about I, I can, was shit they were living. I can and that's and that's why I'm a, a fan Those of Those guys are the music.
2: originals. The ones original yeah. man.
3: Man, Merle Haggard. Yeah.
2: Waylon Jennings is. Uh, he's one of the me. ones in the he's thing. One for me, man. George
3: awesome. Jones was already one of my faves anyway. But after watching that doc,
2: mm.
3: George Jones is the shit. Right. He he used to get so fucked up. They tell a story in the thing that he bought this new truck. He had twenty five thousand dollars worth of cash, and he was riding down the road. He was drinking, and uh, this old, old man was walking along the highway. George pulls over, picks him up. Uh, he asked him where he's going. He said about five miles. And uh, George gave him some whiskey. They started drinking, hit it off. George went about five miles. He said, no, where are we going? He said, about five miles. And, uh, and this continues for six hours. Finally, they get into Florida from Tennessee. And uh, he asked him, he's like, where are we going? He said, Fort Myers, Florida. Like So the whole time, George thinks he's saying five miles, but he's saying Fort Myers. Oh, but George comes back his producer or his manager gets a hold of him. And um, he's like, man, where the hell have you been at? He said, I took old boy down the road. <laughs> he said, uh, well, give me some of that money that uh, we gave you before you left because uh, there's a show we got to pay for or whatever. Right. And we got to pay somebody back because your ass didn't show up to the show or whatever it was. And uh, anyway, he had left with $25,000 in cash, He came back with about two hundred, dollars And he said, wow. man, he needed a couple dollars, so I gave it to him. He didn't know how much money he had. So he's handed him the whole stack and kept just enough for gas and beer on the way home. Oh, they tell you like all this shit, and by the end of it, you're like, that that was crazy. That's "What a
2: man!" Did you yeah. imagine being that guy? Just oh, doing, you know, like up on you, giving you right. twenty five grand. The dude I probably actually, didn't know.
3: I mean, you got to think like back then yeah. we didn't really have social media, or there was no social media thing. I mean,
2: so, that big in his areas. Yeah,
4: I on, yeah. I mean, I would I, I, have shit heard myself. ink store was insane. The what? I've heard Hank Williams Jr.'s tour was insane. Oh yeah, I've heard it was crazy. Uh, that I think is, it was the Jim Bean or the Jack Daniel's tour that he used to have. I heard it was. I don't know. Crazy. I, I need to learn crazy. about that one. I don't know really anything about it. I think Mel Cannon's told me some stories. All that right. angle.
3: I ain't gonna. I I uh, I definitely, he's one I can never see in person again. Really? really? Yeah, that, you know, he he was so fucked up at the show that we saw him at. Oh man. That he changed the lyrics to a song, and I'm all for, like, you changing some shit, but he was sloppy. Right. right. And it was just like, man, we paid this amount of money to go to? And I, it, just, it was very disheartening that I had waited so long to see Hank. Yeah. And, it, and, and then it was like that. Um Reba. Reba, too. I drove six hours to the Strawberry Festival in Florida from Eastman, Georgia, to see her. and. I, the whole night, me and old girl was just was waiting on it, waiting on fancy to come on. She got a couple. Oh, she got a couple more that I love. And by the time she got to fancy, her voice man, I can't sing for shit, and I probably sounded better than her. Oh, she's still beautiful now. She was still beautiful, but you can tell that uh, I, I respected it though because she didn't she didn't voice track it or mm-hmm. anything like. That. She still like, she gave us what we wanted. Yeah. I mean, it
4: wasn't it wasn't fancy, but it was it was close. Yeah. It was close. I like the uh, when Cody Johnson just re-released "Dear Rodeo with her featuring her.
3: No shit, I have not heard that it's yet. It's good.
4: It's good. It's really good. Oh damn, that's really that's
3: definitely going on my list of stuff that's to do as soon as I get done. Nobody knew that they really needed it. Oh man! It came
4: up but, out of nowhere. He didn't announce it until they released it. So
3: well, good. Cody Johnson really is just such a—he's just a freak, but like yeah, man, in the best so, way. So good, man. So uh, one thing that on my show I always did on radio. Was every Friday, uh, right before I got off, I always ended every show on a Friday with "His Name Is Jesus" by Cody Johnson, Right. or his version of it. I don't, I don't think it's his, obviously, but uh, I ended it with that every time, and people loved it. Yeah. They absolutely loved it, and it was a for him to go gospel to doubt me now to yeah. dear rodeo Monday morning Earl, yeah. Even his first one. He's got uh, on his first uh, EP. He's got one talking about his grandpa. Um, It's a song about... uh, I don't remember that one. Oh, dude. It's it's talking about his grandpa, and it's pretty much saying if uh, my granddad would be president, we'd we'd be a whole lot better off. Right. Oh, dude. He's just gas. I mean, he's just so good. And you'll hear him sing about one subject, and then the next song is that... uh, What's that, Nothing On song?
4: Nothing On You. Yeah. And then you're like, I'm
3: about to get bit. naked. Like, he just fucking sung this to me. I'm a grown-ass
4: man. But it's a good song. like, fuck.
3: That's a damn good I'm song. finna get naked. Or it's gonna be nasty. It happens
4: sometimes. Yeah, fuck
3: it. But uh, anyway, um, man, I sure appreciate you coming by and uh, checking us out here. Uh, we plan on doing a lot of stuff with you. Look forward to it. You, uh, you got anything you want to tell anybody before we hop up off here?
4: Yeah. Um, so... New songs we got coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, working on a uh, new one called Time that we played in the Velvet Sessions. Um, that I wrote with good shit, this guy right here, man. Give him a lot of credit for this one. He wrote a, he wrote a good majority of this one, man. I was only a smart yeah. part of this song, man. We're going to have to drink yeah. some
3: whiskey together and rock, right? dude, Yeah, it's,
4: awesome it's a It's a kick-ass song, man. I mean,
3: dude, it's a he, great he song. Fucking, but, I mean,
2: like, I couldn't do nothing with it, man. I don't have a voice like
3: that. I can't either. Saying? See, I, I, I you know? like poetry. I'm well, good at I, I, I'm good at write, poetry, at poetry. I, can I can't. I can uh I can't. I, I would right. like to. I've had so many people because of the stuff that I've done in the past been like, Hey, well, why don't you get out here and try to do this? I can't. I'm too I don't know what I am. Uh I met this guy one time, I won't say the band, but we were having a conversation. He's a successful country rapper. And like he's he's really good at what he does. And uh he and I asked him at one point in time, we we had been drinking heavily, and he asked me what I really thought of one of his songs. Yeah. And I was like, uh, I was like, look, dude, you, you're good at what you do. It's just not for me. Right. Like, I respect it. I respect your hustle with it or whatever. I just, I don't get it, but it's not for me to get. You've got yeah. a fan base. By more respect to you. No, I, yep. Yep. Now, I'll get still support money, you. Man. I'll no, still no, support no, you so. and shit. I don't hate on nobody yet. Now. Yeah, I'm not yeah. hating on you. I just, it's not for me. Yeah. And the dude looked me in, in the eyes and he was like, look, if I could sing, I could sing, but this is how I get my message out. Right. And I was like, I respect you even fucking more mm-hmm. now for that.
4: Yeah, for sure, man. For but, sure, and that's yeah. the biggest thing when we're writing songs, man. It's all personal it's experience, it's a shit, personal man. opinion, man. That's, that's it, what it's supposed be. The to make shit make that I've gone through, through, the shit man. that he's gone through, man. And and he's such a he's a great, people, great songwriter, man. And he and really people, is.
2: people experience things in such a different way, you know what I mean? And so anytime you get to like mesh that with other people, you know, man. And he's going, he's on an upward trend, bro. You know what I mean? And I'm just so honored to be a part of that because me heard that.
3: No, no, no. I heard. I'm telling you,
2: Come on, bro. I,
3: I'm not even bullshit, would you? It's just
2: good.
3: you? You got me when the song, uh, the one about, I don't care if he texts. Just, just leave. Just leave. Yeah. I'm sitting in my chair, and like when you walk in, I'm like, is this guy like everybody else? Like, cause I, I mean, I don't mean no disrespect, no, by I mean, but I've this. got people that I call. Again, I'm not
4: calling people out, but that's the way it is right yeah. there, man. There's yeah, I mean, else. it's like you just don't
3: know it's until you don't know. Talent. Yeah, like you, like, because. The, one of the things, that in people in, in your industry, your buddies never tell you you suck. Right. So your buddies gas your ass up and you put a lot of money into it and then it's you get put in front right. of a, st- a, a stage or a crowd or whatever of 30, 40 people and when you start singing, they walk off to the bar, they go I sit agree. sit down and it's like, oh, I've got to learn this shit firsthand now. Exactly like right. I suck and nobody fucking told me. or yeah. Not necessarily I
4: suck, but you know, this it's it's it for me. I, yeah, yeah. Is you know this know it for me? But you always and have that one good friend, like this guy right here, that's yeah. brutally honest, man. Yeah. But, but I tell him and, I, I I, and I'll be pretty
3: honestly you brutally you. honest. But when you came in the other day, uh, yeah. the first song, I'm like, okay, I don't know, don't know right, this guy. Right. But I listened to it. I was like, I'm sitting bad. But by the middle part of the second song, I was like, this guy's fucking got something now. I mean, that's you. You got my attention, and. uh if you ask, like, if you look at my inbox right now, there's some folks that's probably gonna hear this podcast. I'm like, this guy's talking about me, like right. that's why he won't message me back. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> yeah. What well, but, that's but it's shit, also, I, I mean, I just can't promote
4: shit I don't believe in. That's true. Man. I think you are the turn of country. I think people like you are the turn so, of country. And going back to coing those guys, there's nobody doing that over here yet. I mean, there's a few guys. A lot. I know Elijah Borders. Shout out to him. He's yeah. he, he, he's he's playing good he's music, started. man. Um, that's the other one Riley told me about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dylan Wheeler, too. Dylan yeah. Wheeler. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Yeah, that's that's another Texas guy. Uh but all those guys, man, there's nobody doing that on this side of the coast. All those guys, man, all those guys are Texas like, on the red dirt. I mean they, and,
2: everybody's just tired of Twang. You
4: know what I mean? Well just,
3: they're tired of shit twine. Well,
2: like right, we're talking you know, the, like, red j- the red
4: clay, man. Red clay means red dirt. Yeah, I mean
2: that that's where I we want to take what we want to get behind. If you look at the if you look at the under like the base of all of that stuff, man, there's there's so so much heavy stuff. Like yeah, heavy guitar and the heavy, it's like, and that's that's what. That's
3: well, and, what and to also know. too, if you look at the lyrics, so, storytelling, so right. yeah. storytelling is country music. Yes. When every song you hear is so repetitive, Luke Bryan mm-hmm. used to be the shit to me. Those right. first two albums of his, maybe even mm-hmm. first three, Dirt Road Diary, Oh Yeah, Dirt Road Yeah, yeah. I I re- We all Wrote Hood was song. an anthem.
4: I mean, that was great. For song all break. of us, yeah. that was
2: phenomenal.
3: And then all of a sudden. It's just like, what the fuck's going on now? Man. I still think he's a great artist and he's got a great voice and everything. But it's like, what are you singing about, dude?
4: Man. Once again, a lot of money. Tim, McGraw.
3: man. Tim McGraw's the same damn out,
4: way. That's where we try to ride out. the line of being marketable but being real. Yeah, You know, you I mean, make you the music make you want. Yeah. You oh, yeah,
3: I'm all I'm all down for that.
4: But like you that old song,
3: what, it, you know, yeah. that old country song that we probably all used to, you know, our parents drank to or whatever, Would what would Hank do? Man, or would Hank really, done it this yeah, way? Yeah. Yeah. Really you know, nice. that, I guess that's why I'm fucked up is I got enough of that like mentality in me still yeah. that when I say that I'm country, I want it to mean something.
2: Yeah, like I, a lot of integrity. Yeah, right, like I I, I I still want it
3: to mean that. No, I stand up for my my military, my country, right, my police right. officers. I've been in trouble with the law. I Absolutely. still stand up for my fucking police. so they ain't never done shit to it's me. A rough job, man, this shit yeah. is yeah, you know, and man, uh, yeah, but like my thing yeah. is if. We've got even country artists now and the stuff that they talk about is like, you're
2: not
4: country. Man, I was so sad when Luke Holmes released Six Feet Apart. That, you,
3: you didn't like it? No.
4: Because he was singing about COVID? Yeah, man, why? You know,
3: me and my buddy, who's a, who, who's a songwriter up in Nashville, he missed the best part of that song. And I don't know how, because I think him and Rowdy wrote that one together, if I, if I recall right. But... When you get buried, how how low how low how far below ground are you? Six. So why he didn't throw that six feet apart into
2: yeah.
3: it? Yeah. Somebody out had ass kick. That would have been the best way to end that especially, song. Yeah, good.
4: especially the way he was trying to go. With it. Yeah, I mean it. It was just too. It was kind of cringy to me, man. I mean. Yeah, I get, like I get what he are trying to do. I totally mainstream, understand. Yeah, it's like too
3: mainstream. Yeah. To, yeah, I guess, Marshall, to me, the rest of the stuff, I'm going Him, him, him too, and so. Riley Green. Him and Riley Green, so I'm a big Riley fan. I love
2: Riley. Him I, and, love too, yeah.
3: Yeah. I love Luke, too. Oh, yeah, Luke. Holmes, he fucking sing the phone book as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. And he's what makes me and you look more attractive to women. Yeah, that, thank God. that fat, ginger bastard. God. Thank God for him. But Riley Green comes out with a song right then, too. And it's called Better Than Me. Yes. Oh my God! Oh, that one's
4: been out. Uh, I've yeah, heard uh, well, that one, yeah, the main. same
3: at the same time that uh, Luke released Six Feet," Riley released that one. Yeah, and yeah. I very quickly was like, "Riley wrote this himself. This is grown. This right. is the COVID song."
4: Right,
3: Luke Holmes.
4: You're like, what? Pretty you even... plain that Luke Holmes didn't write that one. Yeah,
3: like yeah. uh, yeah. it's. uh yeah, one was it's
4: commercialized. Man. I love I love Luke Holmes when he was on Vine Man. When he was coming up, love, masturbation stuff. I'll by the way, share if you want. to. Absolutely. Oh,
2: those old ones,
3: man. Shout out to Yeah, taxation stuff for sure. Go yeah, on, no. Uh, th- I just I hope that they don't get too commercialized. I know but that it's going to happen. That was a step in the wrong direction, yeah. in my opinion, man. Oh, I'm, I want to hear. Uh, he's got coming out this month. The he's got like four songs that would be on the deluxe album of the last one. Right. right. So I'm waiting to see because the one he's already came out with that the 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 whatever it's not a single because the whole album's been released. But off the additional four, it's called Without You. Right. And it doesn't compare to the rest of that one. Yeah. I haven't heard anybody talk about it, anything. So I think at some point in time, though, those songs, what I love about folks like you in the position you're in right now, yeah, you're going to blow up. But until you blow up, your life's uncomfortable. Yeah, like you're probably yeah, not making yeah, the money you um, want to make, on, and all man. this shit. So in my mind, that's what drives those good songs. Damn, man. Those uncomfortable situations make bad. When you got your mindset songs.
4: on doing this and making it in yeah. this business, and
3: you just that's all you can think about, yeah, twenty four seven. So every, every second you have to be creative. Looking every for each you and every be opportunity thinking. you got take. be thinking. But then you turn into Luke Combs, to where you got a hot ass wife. That I mean, if you would have never been able crazy, to sing, man. yeah, it's like all of a sudden your life's perfect, right? You don't have that hunger no more. Yeah, like that. That's where I think that I like seeing a starving artist for a little while. Yeah. I don't want to see you starve forever. Yeah. But I want to get them good ass songs out of you while you're starving. Yeah, man. And then you can, you know, that's part
4: of doing it on your own. It keeps that drive, man. Yeah. You having to it make it on your own. You ain't stuff. got a record label back you. You know, you're just you're grinding it out. It's all about hard, man. And that's I'm I think we're gonna do a single release first, and then we'll yeah. release the EP. So uh, once these Velvet Sessions come out, maybe we'll get some yeah, feedback man. and see which one hey, people like, man. You're going to get to see it tomorrow. That ain't tonight. already For out sure. the last You're going to
3: get to see it tomorrow because yeah. uh, with the Velvet Sessions. Um, first off, y'all listening, you can look it up tomorrow. It's going to be David McMahon with the Velvet Sessions, uh, brought to you by Raising Grace Studios. Shot. But it's 70s, just grainy-ass, red velvet. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. It's got a vintage feel. Porn lights. I love my red beautiful. lights. beautiful. Yeah. It's just supposed to be different. Oh, yeah. Like, because that's what we want, I want to bring to people is, in my opinion, everybody's tired of the same old shit. Yeah. They're tired
2: of the same old. I want something new, man. I want something fresh. Yeah.
3: That's We're everything in this, this industry. That's everything. Yeah. I mean, it's just they're tired side. of it. Yeah,
2: man. Turn on uh,
3: As soon as they realized that Sturgill Simpson, during COVID, sold $500,000 worth of Dick Daddy t-shirts and merchandise. <sighs> Jesus. And I don't know if y'all saw Big Daddy Survival, uh, whatever it was. It's fucking great. Okay. But as soon as they realize how much money, because that's all, you don't make money off songs anymore anyway. I mean, unless you sell it.
2: Right.
3: But, like, when you go to a concert, that's where you get your money at now. When your merchandise sells, that's where you get money at. Yeah. Because you, I mean, hell, I've got, I'm just as guilty as the next person about having Apple Music. Right. I mean, I I pay one thing a month, and there's no way you get paid for it. Mm-hmm. i mean you, you no. don't so no. your money's all off of revenue streams from concert and merchandise so that's why it's Touring. not the music business anymore it's the entertainment business exactly. right. so when they realize artists like him are outperforming luke bryan yeah
2: uh, zach, commercialized yeah, orders, yeah,
3: zach brown fucking ruined himself as oh, far as i'm concerned that's crazy right i don't know what happened to that guy so, i don't man. i don't dude hot garbage yeah. Like, I'm talking about hot guard, and I used to think this dude was just like oh, man,
2: the baddest that man. son of, that colder dude, weather that's album.
3: Vibes only, man. Oh yeah, so good.
2: Not, like, I even like chicken fry. I'm not a huge, huge country fan. Yeah, like, even like chicken, chicken was was fry. Chicken yeah. fry a good song. Everybody's party did that song at yeah. a bar. Good. Toes I like in the good water. Riding, you know what I oh, mean? Oh yeah, it's like good music.
4: Yeah. Highway 20 ride was such a deep song. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Have you ever heard that's colder, that's colder song. weather? Song. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: my God. I want, yeah, I'm drinking a beer to that one. Oh, yeah, but uh, cheers, fellas. For sure, for sure. If y'all oh, like those, you got to try these.
4: Those.
2: Right.
3: I, I had to get shout off that. Shout out those.
4: at my restaurant. Oh, I love these. I had never tried them. We're not losing. I'm just going to so, have to get you one before you
3: yeah. yeah. Douglas
2: Noble, shout yeah. out to Mamarita's and Camilla, Georgia.
3: No, you, you can give them a better shout out. now. They can't hear you.
4: Shout out to Mamarita's and shout out to Douglas Noble's. That's right. That's right. Right. Well, Mama Rita Mamarita's, man. Always lets me play. Thanks for Camilla. Best food. I love best dude, food. so good. That's the why tacos, my ass is man? fat, like big, man. Dude, that's how I got fat. I used to be like
2: 160 pounds. I man. don't want your
3: shit. I'm fucking over here at 230 sweating just to talk. You're know, like, on fat. little oh, skinny bastard. <laughs> I'm fine, that You guys get to
2: be like
4: me. Oh. Uh, whatever. Yeah. It's got its upsides and downsides. Oh, up. I've right. right. been trying to lose some weight myself, man. Oh, I heard drugs are good for you. I heard that. <laughs> I, heard that. <laughs> I heard that. I heard that. I'm pretty you sure it was a health that. magazine.
3: It was. It was I'm men sure health. men's health. Yeah. yeah. The more cocaine you do, the skinnier mm-hmm. you'll get. Right, right. Yeah. And meth. The, they I heard meth. that was the best. They're not messing around with that diet. No, no, no. That 55 uh, hour Oh, man. shit. You ain't lying. You'll see <laughs> so much shit. You know? Oh, man. It'll just fall yeah, right off seven of days? you. Come on. Bro. We do not Let's condone turn, the use of the drugs, but only on Fridays and Saturdays. And days that That's right. But, fellas, this has been a good one. I'm glad I got to hang out with both of y'all. We're about to have to go. But, um, one more time, plug
4: yourself, plug the songs you got out there. Tell man, them where to find you. My name is McMahon. You can find me on any streaming platform. Uh, got it ain't tonight. My new single out. Uh, y'all see me on Velvet Sessions. Uh, give me some feedback. Let me know which song y'all want to, me to release for a single. And hopefully we'll have EP out. But hopefully we'll have the single out by November. So it's look great. me up on social media. It's gonna be great everywhere. McMahon. Um, shout out to Hunter McClendon. Shout out to y'all, man. I love All what y'all bitch. are doing. Oh, you, uh, we got more to be come with Oh,
3: yeah, it's, it will. Long as uh, long as it keeps running, you got a place to ride. That's
4: right, man.
3: Let's run it right. off the rails. Hell yes. Well, thank y'all for tuning in. This has been Politics, Religion, and Whiskey, the Josh Terry Podcast, brought to you by Raising Gray Studios. Thank y'all. We'll see you again next time.
1: Oh, wow. One of these. They say it's the thought that counts, but they aren't shopping at QVC because here it's much more than just a thought. It's a pleasant deep dive into the inspiration, stories, and possibilities behind every product, shared by real-life hosts, with expert demos on everything, from food to fashion to decor and more. Gifts won't be a guessing game. They'll be an oh my gosh, this is so perfect for me. Shop QVC.com and use code QVC20podcast for $20 off $40 for new customers. This is shopping brought to life.
3: Going to a big football game? Walking around all day? Then you'll want comfortable shoes. Hi, this is Wes McLooney, owner of the New Balance Atlanta Stores. Score a touchdown with a new pair of ultra-comfortable running or walking shoes. Come to the New Balance Atlanta Stores. I'm telling you, we'll make sure you have the perfect fit and we'll treat you like the starting QB. Visit the New Balance Atlanta Stores in North Point, Sandy Springs, Toco Hills, and across from the Mall of Georgia. New Balance Atlanta. Experience the difference
0: a custom fit makes today.